Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 19. Today we gallop into Sagittarius season and all the wild expansion energies it has to offer us November 22nd through December 21st, 2002. I'll pull a single tarot card for the Sag season forecast towards the end of this episode. If this is the first time you're listening, welcome. I'm so happy to have you amongst the sparks. For my forecast episodes, you may feel called to listen more than once. It's helpful to listen at the beginning of the cycle or midway through. And if you're having a really rough time in a particular season, listen again at the end of the cycle. Listening multiple times to a forecast is powerful as you discover how my particular channeled messages actually play out in your particular life. It also helps our energies sync and aids in your ability to synthesize and integrate the guidance for clarity, growth, support, and balance in your actual life. I want these forecasts to support your unfoldment, empowerment, and healing in the world. I don't want them to just be more noise or more confusion. The goal, the aim, is to help, to make better, and to ignite something beautiful, something creative, and something new in your life. What magic spark will ignite for you in this episode? How will you activate it in your day-to-day life? Whatever it is, let it fuel your soul. Allow it to open up potential and possibility like never before. Let it unlock a secret door in the back of your mind that gives you access to your soul. There are so many ways to solve, to navigate, or make your way through this lifetime. Let's find new ways, try new things, and make the most out of this wild ride. And as we do, let's remember, we get to change course, change our minds, change things up any way we see fit as it resonates with our soul at any point in time. The sun shifts into Sagittarius on November 22nd here in the Northern Hemisphere. Remember, the Northern and Southern Hemispheres experience the same energies of the same zodiac at the same time, even though our seasons are different. This messaging is for everyone listening. Sag season always welcomes the forward motion, breath of fresh air, new ideas, fun, and fresh perspectives after the deep dark of Scorpio. We're still working with eclipse season vibes, and we're still navigating the slowdown perhaps this feeling of an odd extended Mercury retrograde with this Mars retrograde and its extended stay in Gemini this year. We're definitely being pushed to walk our talk because of this Mars retrograde. (laughs) And tests of integrity are like a game of whack-a-mole popping up around every corner. So although we're moving into fresh enthusiasm and fire, it's never quite that simple. Now, is it? We've got another new moon in Scorpio in this cycle. Oh, hey, (laughs) we haven't quite shaken that deep shadow emo Scorpio vibes just yet. Now, have we? And... We're steeping in some kind of holiday season these days. Whether we prescribe to the holidays, whether we celebrate or not, 
we are surrounded by that energy. And recently, when a close friend of mine stated, I thought you said things were going to get easier, meaning energetically. I kindly replied. What I said was September through December of 2022 offers us incredible preparation and healing time in order to manifest like never before in 2023. Now, some of us may see some manifestations pop up in like that 11th hour of 2022, but this is preparation for next year and we can harness it or it'll drag us, which is choice. Which one are you choosing? Alchemy via the shadows, deep digging in the shadows of your shadows, implementing change (laughs) from your shadows, utilizing new habits and tactics and making tangible active changes, which typically, right, comes after active decisions or are you still squinting your eyes shut and just hoping things turn out? There's a difference. Fate and free will go hand in hand, right? This is why we look towards the stars. This is why we lean into the tarot. This is why we put faith and glean from intuition, channeled messages, divinity. But free will is the most powerful magic we have. And the goal is to take all of these magical bits and make better decisions empowered decisions, decisions we feel comfortable with as best as possible to then implement them in this 3D experience to then generate wisdom, right? To do better as we know better. There is an extreme difference with letting the energetics just dump on us. Yeah, sometimes that can be big, beautiful, abundant gift. But the work that I hold space for is that balance between humanity and divinity, the effort plus the ease, right? The doing in balance with the receiving. I'm not here to say that things need to be harder. I'm here to say they're going to be hard because we're in a 3D incarnation. So as magic makers... We will often be called to surrender to the will of the universe, to make leaps of trust and understand at times that we truly must let go. The first rule of woo-woo club is that it's a 50-50 endeavor of fate and free will. And free will is the most powerful magic we have in a lifetime. Our decisions matter changes that we partake in, that we initiate, that we instigate, they make a huge difference. We are here to participate in our life. The hard stuff is not optional in a 3D incarnation. It is the assignment. All right, my lovelies, we're going to take a tiny, hopefully non-intrusive pause to tell you about the app, Newsly. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. So you can listen and learn while you're brushing your teeth, cooking, or taking your daily mental health walk. I'm a major fan of audio formats. Hello, podcast host here. And this takes a fresh spin that truly innovates and creates efficiency and service around how we consume our online content of choice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable in one place. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from witchcraft, astrology, healing, business, science, or even RuPaul's Drag Race. Because if you can't love yourself, 
how the hell are you going to love someone else? Newsly will find you the latest articles and read them to you. Plus, they have podcasts and digital radio. You'll find me there. I started using it as my default podcast app a little while ago. Big fan, hence why I'm sharing it with you. Download and use Newsly for free, or if you're interested in their premium experience, use code capital M, capital S, lowercase p, lowercase a, for a one-month free premium subscription. You'll find it in the link below as well in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Now, back to our show. So, Sag season will have us wondering, wandering, and expanding. It'll have us interested and excited and enthused in new ways to do new things. Some of us, it'll have us in the mess to do all the things, but it requires focus. So you don't get dragged or exhausted or miss actually getting something done. Sagittarius, the philosopher, the traveler, the theologian, offers us new ways to do the same old thing, even if it's only in our responses, our reactions, or our perspectives, or our perceptions. It at least has us pausing to ask, hmm, could this be different this time? How could it be different this time? Because Sag knows there's a million ways to do things. One thing, you can do it so many different ways. History and anthropology tell us that. Sag says, I want to see. I want to learn. I want to hear them all. This energy eats new experiences like a bottomless bag of popcorn. This energy is fire. Literally and constantly on the move. What's next? What's new? What else can I see? What else could it be? What do you got to show me, life? Show me more. Sagittarius is also a centaur, half horse, half man, and an archer. It's the second athlete of the Zodiac chart. It's primal and capable. It's capable of being a workhorse, needs to burn off steam and synthesize ideas and concepts physically. It's super educated, but needs blinders on in order to keep their eye on the bullseye. When focused, Sag energy hits the bullseye, gets to the goal, makes manifest, generates magic. But without constructive discipline, this energy really is wandering around the world, literally. This season, we'll be asking us, what haven't we seen or explored? What could we be more open about? It's got very hanged one vibes from the tarot, the hanged man. Let's take the binary out of it, shall we? A shift of perspective could change everything in this season. And these things offer us new solutions and peace to old triggers that in this moment are still tripping us up. Sag is represented by the temperance card in the tarot. So I know I just referenced the hanged one, but I think that that's what this season is offering us. That's what's coming through. But in the tradition of the tarot and what represents what temperance is Sagittarius, which seems counterintuitive, right? And yet it's all the wise medicine. Sag is enthusiastic and ready to go in an instant. But temperance reminds us that it takes time to build greatness. It takes time to generate true knowledge, and it takes time to generate and build understanding. So as much knowledge and learning 
that Sag offers us. It equally offers us mistakes and like foot in mouth moments to show how easily it can be to let it go and just move on, as well as the embarrassment that moving too fast or with too much confidence can generate. So temperance is the medicine to Sag, right? All signs have a balance and an imbalance. They all have an exaltation and they all have their challenges and their lessons. So for those who are Sagittarius natives, sun rising or moon in your astrological natal chart, lean a little deeper into this information, right? So again, temperance is the medicine and the exalted benevolent balance of Sagittarius. Wise, understanding, great, but that takes time. So I personally have a lot of fire in my chart. And I've said that one of my lessons of a lifetime is understanding how much firepower to use in which situation. So anyone with major fire placements or with a lot of fire in their chart, I think y'all can attest to this, right? It's about learning the degree that you turn the fire up on the stove. We do not want to set fire to the whole house or the whole village. We just wanted to make dinner, right? But Sag, because it's so exuberant, so excited, <laughs> can tend to burn the village down just because. So there's a lot to learn about balance in this cycle for all of us. Okay. So take note of where our judgment and shame and perfection creep in in this cycle. Allow mistakes, explore new paths, new tactics, utilize new resources, try them all. Explore. What does it feel like to use just a little too much fire? Maybe you do finally get angry and explore your rage. Be adventurous in your capacity to learn, evolve, and heal. And be adventurous in your capacity to make a mistake because it's really the only way that we learn. If we knew how to do things out of the gate, there would be no learning, right? And so what's the proverb? You know, fall down seven times, get up eight. Sad, be tripping and falling moment after moment. They just get back up. Now, some of the other signs, the earth signs are like, dude, sit down because you can't walk, right? We all got judgment and imbalance or is sad just like, but I'm learning and I still stumbled forward. <laughs> Y'all are still sitting in the same place. So try, be vulnerable, take some risks, do something different. This cycle asks us to continue to release the conflicts that leak our vital magic and to truly let go of the bricks we have placed in our own backpacks to change things in the name of joy or simply to change things because sometimes we wrong. Hello, being human. This cycle invites us to be playful to be open, to be willing to explore, and to be willing to be wrong openly, to finally solve for good. This is truly a cycle that can close karmic patterns. This is a cycle that can have you finally learning that last, in air quotations, lesson that no longer has you dying on the same hill. Now be clear, there'll be something else to trip you up, perhaps slow you down and another lesson along the way. We know that because that's part of the deal of being human. And yet this cycle says, if you're willing to be vulnerable, if you're willing to get up and try to like take up more space, you know, it's showing me right now, like, you know, being in a beautiful ball gown, walking up those stairs, you know, to, to say something, to give thanks and you just trip, you know? And it's like, you know what, then show them how to get up with grace or make a joke out of it. It's so human, right? So this is a time in this cycle of serendipity, spontaneity, and transformation. 
in balance. Sag energy is fierce. It is passionate. It is curious. It is adaptability. It will find answers and solutions in very strange places that others don't dare to explore. It's a fire sign with massive capacity to get things going, to finish something up. It has stamina for days and it can manifest because it's fire. It soups fun at a party. And again, when focused, it will hit the mark of manifestation and goal getting. Exalted Sag is a fierce, educated leader, constantly learning and inventing, typically turning it around to teach and to share. It's capable of seriously pulling magic out of a hat. In exaltation, it is lit and balanced and fun and sexy, and it is solid and capable. Now, because everything has an imbalance, an imbalance is a wild ride, y'all. Spinning wheels, wasting time, super inefficient, wandering, lost, convinced it's having a great time, disconnected from feelings, sending itself up about what a great time is being had by all because they're on an adventure and they're just exploring. In imbalance, Sag is ungrounded. It's erratic and it's still fire so it can quickly get disruptive. Burning down the forest when all it was trying to do was cook dinner. This version needs grounding and to get into the vessel, into the body, quick. Best way is a workout. And I don't mean yin stretches. It needs to push. It needs to pull. It needs to launch. It needs to jump or jog. And it needs to move and push the boundaries and engage in adrenaline to a certain extent. Remember that Sag, in balance and in exaltation, seeks liberation at all costs, freedom. So you can look at a well-trained horse that you can ride. Or that wild stallion bucking everybody off, breaking fences, destroying things as it goes. In imbalance, Sag is saying all the wrong things and making mistakes and breaking things. While at the same time being too embarrassed about it all to even attempt an apology. It'll just keep galloping past all the things and pretend they didn't even happen. Because they earnestly don't mind. They just don't always realize that other people mind. Now, we all have Sag in our charts somewhere. We're all working with this energy in this season in similar yet different ways. So remember, every season I'm offering the balance and the imbalance of the Zodiac. So you're going to feel called out and dragged and also celebrated every time, right? For those who are Sag natives, sun rising, moon in your natal chart you'll probably love this season it's a return of cinnamon and spice go 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 welcome back the fire and warmth energetically right <laughs> like there's new ideas something does spark your interest you might feel capable of reconnecting with joy or finally connecting with it it's weird and mucky but because it's so energetic it can also have you feeling a bit like it's exhausting you trying to learn new things, trying to do new things, trying new stuff. Because as a human, our brains are wired in certain habits. So when we shift, especially, you know, those of us with very set fixed earth signs, it's like, <laughs> it's hard to shift and change sometimes. So Again, for those who are sensitive to fire, it may feel like the movement and enthusiasm is downright annoying or exhausting, but we can all invoke the temperance card. We want to all be willing to go and play and equally be on the lookout to invoke some constructive discipline 
fire is the mighty magic element. When we can focus and channel it, it becomes the miraculous wand of manifestation. But it requires skill. It requires practice. And we're all going to hit the wrong thing or set some on fire, hopefully small, right? But we just have to be willing to try and be willing to make mistakes and learn how to recover. This is one of, you know, Sagittarius's big lesson to get embarrassed and they don't really mind making mistakes. So they just don't always know how to apologize or to approach or how to work with others when it hits their feels. Sometimes, although fire and water make steam and have us chugging along really beautifully, sometimes the element of fire for those of us that have really prominent water placements, we just feel hurt all the time. Those sensitivities are like, could you at least apologize? So recovery, how we recover from our mistakes actually, literally is what matters. What did we learn from it? What did we try differently? Did we give up? Did we not give up? And I'm not saying that we need to always plow ahead. Not at all. Sometimes we do need to release, let go, give up. That's not for me. That's not really working. It's not resonating. So in Sag season, as we try things, we get vulnerable. We stumble. We're little awkward turtles and sad pandas sometimes when we try new things. Be on the lookout for how we recover from them. Can we connect with someone more deeply? Do we know how to apologize without conditions and still hold space for ourselves? How to move forward, how to move along without taking up too much time and getting too down in the mucky muck about it. Sag rules our legs and specifically our thighs. This energy is intrinsically connected to our capacity to move forward in the world on our own terms. So here we start to see the synthesis of like, be willing to try, make some mistakes. How do we recover? How do we move through? Because Sag really does want to manifest. It wants to get to a point. It's an archer. Ha ha ha. Pun, right? And so it is also the second athlete of the chart. The first being Aries. Sag needs to move. And this is literally and metaphorically. Okay. So remember when I said it was the second athlete of the chart, when in motion, it has flow. This season asks us if we are strong enough to move ourselves forward, as well as asking, do you have the stamina for what you want to see brought to life? Issues literal with our legs may crop up to bring us to exactly those questions. Ailments and issues, injury, disorder, dis-ease in the legs right now in this cycle want you asking those two questions and implementing their healing and progress and shift and change now, okay? What do we want to move ourselves forward to? And do we have the stamina for what we want to see brought to life? Now, guess what? If you don't have the stamina, <laughs> you can learn, right? You can start to condition yourself for it. And if you don't have the strength to move you forward, you can condition yourself for it. You train for things literally metaphorically energetically intellectually emotionally now because i'm me <laughs> we're going to talk about the physical training right unicornwellnessstudio.com members in sag season will experience strength and resistance from the ground up for the legs the glutes and the hips now, this is the season where you see that my background is actually in strength and conditioning as well as Pilates. This is not your classical Pilates work. This is like a real typical, well, unicorn version of the strength and conditioning, right? This cycle calls us to ground and increase our strength and to move forward and through discomfort for true rebirth with endurance and enthusiasm. 
This is what I love about having a foundation in the physical vessel and in the physical body. This, I started as a strength and conditioning coach, um, as well as a Pilates teacher, right? And so when we train the body, it's just so literal. You have a macro and a micro cycle. You do really small things consistently over time. You have a plan that you implement. And when you're doing the plan, it kind of seems like meh, meh, meh. But in four to eight to 12 weeks, you are no longer at meh. You are at a goal. You've made progress. If you look back to week one, it is not the same place that you were at in week 12. Literally, functionally. So in this cycle, members of unicornwellnessstudio.com, in Sag season, they will experience strength and resistance from the ground up for the legs, glutes, and hips. This cycle calls us to ground and increase our strength, to move forward and through discomfort for true rebirth and endurance with enthusiasm. Those sound nice as a combo, don't they? There are kneeling squats, monster walks, and the now signature unicorn slow single leg series with a focus on the hip because you can't move your legs without your hips. You'll mostly be using a Versa loop for resistance in this cycle, but as always, it's about a 50-50 whether or not you're using a prop or simply your body weight for the movement series. It's about challenging and building strength this go-round. This is not our typical yin vibe. Energetically, we always tend to all seven of the traditional chakras, plus you'll see extra focus on the root and the sacral energetics. For listeners who are not yet members of my online studio, if beginning a movement practice that's in alignment with the current zodiac season and lunar cycles is calling to you, maybe it's piquing your interest finally. Sagittarius season is an energetically supported time to activate a movement practice that sticks. It's also a supported time to activate your 30-day guest access with just an email address drop on the website. You will get full access to my 30-minute Pilates-based movement practices. They're workouts, y'all. Let's not confuse things. A 20-minute monthly energetic healing by proxy that you can also use as a guided meditation, new and full moon tarot readings, new and full moon energy forecasts, private community groups, access to me for support, as well as short tutorial videos to help you work with your astrological natal chart. And very soon to come, there will be content only available to Unicorn Wellness Studio members specific to magic. If you find that Unicorn Wellness is for you, at the end of your 30-day guest access, you'll be offered a very special membership rate only available to those who explore their 30-day guest access only in email. So keep an eye on your inbox at the end of your 30 days. Unicorn Wellness Studio is an online studio for efficient and thoughtful self-care, for the open-hearted, spiritual seekers, witchy and woo-woo curious magic makers of the world since 2013, way before it was cool or necessary to be online. Head to unicornwellnessstudio.com or use the link below in the show notes. Now, let's move into our Sag season tarot reading. I'm pulling just one card for us, for the spirit in which to move through things, because there's no way out but through, <laughs> right? So we've got one card to give us guidance, to give us more insight, Put some clarity. Maybe these are our blinders to wear in this Sag season. Okay. I am using um, a variation of the classic Rider Waite Smith deck. So we're going a little old school with a twist, which seems very Sagittarius. It's holographic um, and it's on a dark black background with 
this rainbow shimmer to it, which is super cool. So I'll have an image up in my Instagram stories. I'm still trying to find the best way to share this image with you. But as y'all often do, you'll just message me and go, can I see the card? You'll I'll be like, yeah, here and send it to you in your DMs. Okay. So one card for Sag season, spirit in which to move through things because there's no way out but through. Interesting. Okay. I see you. So card we've got is the Knight of Cups. Interesting, right? So we have cups. This is about emotions and love and exaltation. This is unconditional love. Cups are also about spirituality, the unseen, the psychic gifts and capacities of channeling. This is our intuitive and our emotional body, right? Cups are flow. And as much as fire is the element of magic, right? Cups to me are like the woo-woo currents. I talk about it a lot that for those who really do have gifts, which we all do, but different levels of them, of psychic um, intuition and channeling, we all have these capacities, but it's like anything else. There's, there's different levels and some of us are called to hold space, right? For it in ways that are not just personal and dehydration is always a thing. <laughs> and so there's a lot about this, like staying hydrated in this cycle that, um, as we learn to channel and as we learn to bring our messages through that, it helps the flow of the channeled messaging for our vessel to be hydrated. Um, I try to speak out on that a lot because it's a very big deal. You'll hear it more in that full moon cycle because full moons pull the tides, the waters of our body. Um, but there's something very loudly calling in this um, card as well for us. So the night, right, in the 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 suits, it, the night I always feel like is like the 20-something, right? Pages are the students. They set themselves at the altar of the universe. They look for a mentor and a teacher, right? By the time we get to the night, they've had some teaching. They've had some learning and some schooling. And they have graduated from a certain level of things. And the knights say, I'm here to protect. I'm educated. I'm trained. I've been doing this. You can trust me, right? And they also have this feeling, I don't know about y'all, but you know, like when you're in your 20s and you're like, I'm immortal. Everything is going to last forever. I can make as many mistakes as I want, which is awesome in Sag season, right? To have the night because there is, again, education and experience and some wisdom, right? They're not boo-boos. They're not total babies. And they are out to protect and to uphold, right? To guard But they also are so good at these things of guarding and protecting and stepping out because they feel like nothing could go wrong, right? Sometimes as we mature, we have more life experiences, really has nothing to do with age. It's about life experiences. Or if we've had a lot of things kind of go sideways, or as we in quotations would say in the human, they went wrong or they went bad. I mean, some shit's bad, believe me. It all teaches us something. And so sometimes as we mature, we forget that there's hope and potential and possibility to shift and to change because we do get stuck in our ways. So we've had so many experiences where it just didn't go the way we thought or wanted or planned. And it wasn't particularly good in the not thought, wanted or planned area, right? So the knights have this potential to them and this hope. And sometimes it's even a naivete that's really constructive, Right. Because if our focus and our perception and our thoughts really do shape the outcome of things, it's important to keep hope and potential alive in us, right? If we don't believe something can have a solution or a benevolent outcome, it really won't be there because we won't see it, right? So the Knight of Cups in traditional readings, just in its, its basic reading, is that this knight is riding through the forest, but it has to do about our emotions, our emotional maturity, and how we deal, 
how do you deal with your emotions, right? And he's sitting on top of a horse and he's holding a cup and it is traditionally masculine presenting, right? But this human in armor, sitting on a horse, holding a cup, says, I know how to manage emotions and flow, right? In its exalted balanced nature, the Knight of Cups walks from one end of the forest to the other without spilling anything, knowing when to stop, refill, and drink from the stream, right? Never lets it go totally empty and certainly doesn't throw that cup on anyone, anything, any animal in its path on its way. So it's responsible for its emotions and in many ways for its self-care, right? So when we talk about cups as emotions, that, you know, the not-so-great knight would have this cup, and if they were riding with others, when they got angry and upset, they just throw, it's like somebody throwing their drink on you at a party. It's so dramatic, and all of a sudden, it's your problem. Their emotions, they couldn't contain them. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to synthesize it. They just threw them on somebody else. Now somebody else's problem, right? So when the Knight of Cups comes up, it says this is prime time for utilizing emotional maturity or leveling up in emotional maturity. And it says it's really time to respond versus react right? Our reactions are the thing that just like happen in the moment. You're like, oh my God, I just reacted. But our responses are when we can mindfully, we can't always do this by the way, but in a perfect world, we could mindfully take a breath, take a pause and go, I'm feeling this thing. I want to say this thing, but that's not going to be helpful or constructive. I'm going to utilize this, right? to respond, to move us through this thing, right? There's no way out but through. And that's the card we're pulling for Sag season. So Sag season can be very enthusiastic, full of fire, could feel like something's pushing us or could feel like somebody's dragging us along on some adventure and party. We're like, but I didn't pack. Like, where are we going? Ow, this is actually giving me like quite the skin rash because you're dragging me along, right? And so this Knight of Cups comes along and says, this season's gonna be, all about how you react versus how you respond okay and if you think you are so good at carrying that cup through the forest not pouring it on anybody and not letting it get empty and still drinking from the cup is going to challenge you is going to push you so the messaging that's coming through is that right if you think you have your self-care on lockdown you so grown so mature and you're so magical <laughs> mocking myself right now right like you gonna get tested and i know so many of our community um do not particularly like that language the universe tests us well but yeah it does are you ready for the next level they gotta know too if they've got miracles stashed and waiting for us because we have been doing our work be clear, there will be gateway checkpoints to go, are they really ready to hold this miracle? Are they really ready to channel this next set of flow? Can they do it? Because if they can't, that's okay. We're going to give them more time. But if they can, the timing is right. Now, this isn't about shame. This isn't about perfectionism. This isn't about the Virgo tendencies to like, how can I study up so that I don't get this wrong? It's just what it is. It's just what it is for any of those that have worked with small children and you're teaching them to tie their shoe. One of these days, they just tie it, right? Some days they just don't, right? Or we learned that their motor skills need a different method or it needs more practice someplace else. Or it's like, actually tie shoes are not going to be their jam. They need a set with Velcro. Easy peasy. Who cares? Right? So there are checkpoints to things. And this cycle is lending a checkpoint for one, our emotional maturity. How do we react versus how do we respond? Understanding that our emotional maturity has a lot to do with our self-care. Because when we don't take care of ourselves, like we're going to get real pedantic around here, right? When we don't prioritize our sleep cycles, when we don't do the adulting or the self-parenting, call it whatever you want. When we do not take care of ourselves and implement what we know allows us to succeed, 
then we are emotionally explosive. We can't hold space. We don't act like grownups. We act like big babies. We have tantrums, meltdowns, right? Now, it's not all about us and what we do and about shame and judgment, but this is putting personal responsibility in your lap. Mine too, right? That we have to know when to say when. I've said yes to too many things. I haven't set the boundary here. I need to reschedule this. I need to say no to this. I haven't done anything that's fun in a while. I need to have some fun, right? So Unicorn Wellness Studio members, that community knows, like our self-care is based in the mat practice, right? In meditation, in the tarot, and in the new and the full moon cycles, those readings, the energies that it offers us. And we want to be in practice with all of these things so that we know how to create balance as well as momentum, but that as a human, we can show up with as much bandwidth as possible to learn, to help, right? And one of the biggest pieces about that is rest. So it's interesting, right? Because Sag season brings enthusiasm and drive and energy and wants to run. And so there may feel like this FOMO for some of us of like, I have to go, I have to ignite, I have to do, but our vessels and our lives, our personal chart and experiences is going to be like, nah, bitch, you need to sit down and rest. You are not prioritizing rest. Because sometimes, right, that cup of emotions, that cup of water that we're throwing is on ourselves. Self-sabotage, because we're not taking care of us, because we didn't put ourselves in the equation. So the spirit in which to move through things is the Knight of Cups. The Knight is somewhat schooled and in, you know, ownership of how to take care of things emotionally. But it says there's still more to learn. You're going to be challenged a little bit. Tests of integrity, as I said earlier in the podcast, because of Mars retrograde. So be clear, we're going to get tested in this cycle. The good news is, is you've got tools and tactics and habits, right? It's just up to you to implement them or not, to take the pause, to take the time out, to prioritize self-care and rest, okay? In order to be able to respond to life as it comes at you versus react. This is also the difference between a life by design versus a life by default. Life by default is like you're just constantly reacting to things that land in your lap. You're never pausing, trying to create a path forward, knowing that we can't control things. We definitely get a say in the direction that they go. When we say, I want that, here are the steps, here's the checklist, right? Here's the plan. We allow for flow within that plan, but we've got a plan to get back to, to adjust, to keep us in constructive discipline. So another nod and call out to constructive discipline to put some rails on this wild, wonderful expansion of Sagittarius energy. Okay. Knight of Cups also wants to be heard that, again, a cups, emotions and love, spirituality, it is magic in the healing aspect. Water is healing, soothing, purge, release, flush, move through it. You got to feel it to heal it, right? So there's also this offering in this cycle that the push and the move and the drive may have quite a few of your intuitive psychic responses, amplifying, growing, getting bigger. Your capacity to channel will be more, be louder, be a little different. You know, this is so loud right now in the unicorn wellness community and in, with the magical mentees, but, you know, the Akashic record starts to come into play here, the past lives. Again, if like your rails have been um, astrology, tarot could start to get really loud. If your rails have been tarot, then again, the Akashic records or past lives may start to get louder. If you've never worked with a god or a goddess, you know, or a mythical creature, those are the three that are very loud right now. They may be calling you to work with them. 
And, and this card says, let it through. You're going to learn more. You're going to upgrade more. This is to your benefit that we're still in the shadow season. We're still in the underworld journey. So there's so much magic and messaging here, right? I find this time of year to be like, and I always say that as an intuitive psychic and channel, sometimes it gets so loud from the other side that I can't hear anything. That's a real thing for me. I don't know if anyone else has that experience, but I offer that to you. That the moment you're like, I don't hear any messages. All the magic is left is like, oh, you are sitting in it. (laughs) You don't even know yet, right? So this Knight of Cups is also offering us this capacity to expand our intuition, our personal magic. This third eye energy is what it's showing me. And again, the, the souping and the stirring of the practical aspects of moving our vessel, of being in practice on the mat, these are all things that microdose our magic to allow us to be able to see, understand, to channel more and to invite more in. So this Knight of Cups is like so beautiful in the practical and the magical aspects because some of you all may be in this period of time of feeling like, wow, I would have reacted so differently to this last year, right? That you're just getting the goods of a level up or even six months ago, right? But I've got habits and tactics and, and awareness and healing and, and deep diving and shadow work that I've been willing to do. So like this shit is not hitting me the same way. And I'm not trying to deflect it or throw it. I did not make a mess out of that. Bravo me in my human skin. Whereas other of us may feel like, oh, we got this under control and we're just getting like triggered and hit up all over the place. It says you need a little bit more balance and self-care time out or space because your bandwidth is actually expanding. So when energetic expansion happens, when you have an opportunity for a glow up, when we go through ascension, right? We have these dark nights of the souls. We start our journey. We start our healing. We start our spiritual path. It always is kind of a bit of a shit show, right? And it says you need space and you need more quiet and you need more downtime because healing requires rest. I may say this every episode, and if I don't, I probably should, That we understand that when a body is physically healing from something, it requires rest. Cognitively, we understand and know that rest is the most powerful healer. But I don't think we really make the full connection that when we're going through spiritual healings, we're going through emotional healings, we're going even through like intellectual healings, that we need just as much downtime and quiet and peace for, for healing. And I would venture to say, being the extra sensitive Pisces moon that I am, that it actually requires more time and more rest to integrate these deep, energetic, emotional, karmic, layered past life healings that are happening right now, right? So as I said earlier in the podcast, you, you know, this period of time from September to December of 2022, this is intense healing opportunities. Well, in my mind, that means intense rest. (laughs) You're going to need some time. And in the Northern Hemisphere, it's fall and winter. It's this die off. It has us feeling very primal. You know, we're still shifting the clocks and it gets dark earlier. And our primal systems really want to go into the cave. (laughs) See you in the spring, right? So it's always been quite strange to have the, you know, holidays in this period of time that's actually about hibernating and hunkering down it's like a big giant new moon cycle okay so that does speak particularly to the northern hemisphere but here that you know we're still in these energies together it kind of wants us to hide and to hunker down so Interestingly enough, the spirit in which to move through things with this Knight of Cups may be to cultivate more self-care, more time alone, and more rest for integration, even if we don't understand it. And especially if we don't understand it. If we're in times of confusion of like, I do not have clarity. I do not know where this is going. I am uncomfortable. Things are shifting and changing. 
but I don't really feel like I've got a path or a goal to manifest. It says, get quiet, prioritize rest, prioritize self-care, get on the mat, get into your vessel, be in co-creatorship and partnership, right? Because our vessel is so magical. It's the home of our soul. It really needs us to tend to it, to nourish it. Something beautiful happened in the private Facebook group for Unicorn Wellness Studio members. And a member posted that they were going to cultivate a nourishing November. I'm like, man, I wish I'd thought about that and was really ahead of the curve to help support that for the whole community because that's what we need. It's what we all need to nourish ourselves, not to drive ourselves into the ground, not to run ourselves ragged, not to push harder, but to nourish to bolster, to support, right? That still includes movement. That still includes strengthening. But notice how the language shifts create an energetic shift. That there can be a softening in order to strengthen. There can be a step back in order to move forward later. Hmm. And with that, I will say that the reading, tarot reading for the cycle is complete. These things are something better for the highest and greatest good of all involved to the harm of none. So mode it be. And so it is now we as a collective will it. So we call upon and we call in the Knight of cups. Inspire us to grow us, to nourish us. Beautiful reading on that card. Ooh, this Sag season will be a mishmash of wanting to move forward and run ahead. But it's still the shadow season and Mars retrograde is going to slow us down on purpose. So we can really see where the trip ups and hang ups are. This period of time is giving us time to adjust to heal, to fix, to release, and to move through things with more precision, awareness, and better recovery than ever before. Use the explorative qualities of Sag season to challenge yourself to do things differently. Try to shift perspective. And as we're hearing with this Knight of Cups, sometimes that shift of perspective is to slow down, rest, and practice self-care, right? Sag needs patience and time. It wants to run ahead. Temperance is its card. So again, we remember that Sag seeks liberation and freedom at all costs. Be clear of what the cost is. It may be costing you your peace or your goal simply because you're pushing for liberation and freedom, right? That can be non-constructive too. Sag requires constructive discipline. Does discipline feel like freedom? Well, if you're in the know of how to practice it, it absolutely fucking does. But just from language, we think discipline A constructive discipline allows us to create a path, a pattern, a to-do list, a training cycle that gets us to the goal. If we are just wandering lost, we will never get anywhere. This energy ultimately wishes to answer to no one except for higher concepts of how we do what we do, with whom in this lifetime. It has much to offer a we over me perspective that serves all in a life by design. Might sound a little too out there, right? Because Satch is pretty individualistic. It's a little bit of a lone wolf, right? And yet... That theologian, 
the explorer, the professor. These are roles that aim to teach and connect and cultivate community for the better. There's some yes and in here, right? As always, I hope this offering resonates. Take what works for you in this episode. Leave the rest. Thank you for letting me into your collective energies in order to facilitate this reading as a channel through and to you. Thank you, my dear magic makers, for listening. I love you, and I hope that your magic spark in this episode has you seen new ways of living your life in greater joy and wider education. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez, and make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts 